The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. On this episode of the Heat Check, we've got a bonus episode, baby. I go over the five rookies to watch for this NBA upcoming season, and I give my pick, my official pick, for Rookie of the Year. Guess what? It's not Paolo Bancaro. We also recorded this Thursday night on BetMGM Tonight, which I co-host with my guys Ryan Horvat and PJ Glasser from the BetQL Studios and the DMV. So, Nick, drop that motherfucking beat. So I was thinking about what we could talk about that would have some level of general NBA intrigue and also some betting intrigue and also that I haven't completely done exhaustive work on and put out on the pod so that if anyone's listening that's a fan they're not feeling like things are redundant. So the thing that I I haven't discussed yet and I'm kind of shocked that I haven't, we gave out our top 10 under the radar players to watch. But right now, I think we should talk about Rookie of the Year. I think we should discuss my top five and then my one that I'm actually going to bet on. And then maybe we'll have some time for uh, you guys to sound off. Tell me what you guys think and who you're putting money on. So Rookie of the Year, I think this year's class is very special. At one point, it was like a little bit suspect where people thought there was only like three guys in the upper tier. Paolo Bancaro, Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, right? Paolo from Duke, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, and Jabari Smith out of Auburn. But then you see Summer League, and then you see preseason, and now you realize, okay, well, what we saw from Arizona and Ben Matherin, oh my God, maybe there's more depth in this draft, and maybe there's more of an open field than everybody thought, right? So the question is, how do you pick a winner? So I'm going to go over the five rookies to watch, along with who I'm putting my money on to win Rookie of the Year. little background on the winners. Don't take very long shots. I know that you might like, you know, Marshawn Bojamp because you're a Bucks fan or Jake LaRavia, but like long shots, they literally never win. Since 1988, only two players not drafted in the top 10 
have won this award. Ooh, can I guess one? Malcolm Brogdon. Yes. yes. Malcolm Brogdon was one in 2017, and it was a very weird year. And then you've got Michael Carter-Williams in 2011, right? Definitely helps to be drafted high. In the past 20 years, 15 players drafted in the top five, including seven number one overalls, have also won. But I think this is actually a kind of a new era in the NBA. I think that there's going to be more players later in the draft, not necessarily second rounders, but later, meaning non-top 10, who can win it. At one point, no second round draft pick had ever won an MVP before. And here we are with Jokic having a back-to-back MVP sitting in his pocket. So a few tips. Number one, sometimes the favorites that have such heavy odds, even a top draft pick has value, right? So like Scotty Barnes opened at plus 1,500 to win the award, Mm -hmm. for example, because Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley were such heavy favorites. He was plus 1,100 in the preseason, even in mid-March. You had Mobley, who was minus 700, and Barnes was plus 700. As we all know, Scotty Barnes ended up winning the award, right? Secondly, if you're going to choose somebody, they can't be injury prone. And we'll talk about one of the guys to watch. One guy I'm not betting on because he's very injury prone. So a lot of the times you have rookies who aren't going to win because their season gets cut short due to injury. Like, for example, Zion. LaMelo hit the bare minimum when he played like 51 games. He got a lot of flack. The only reason LaMelo ended up winning the Rookie of the Year that year is because, why? For some unforeseeable reason, Ant Edwards didn't start games until like like 30 games in or something like that. So, And thirdly, you have to get minutes. Like You have to be playing minutes, and the ball has to be in your hands. You can't just be on a team where you're a nice rookie, and then you've got a chucker or a guy who's a ball stopper along with you. You're never going to win. You're never go- And on top of that, you have to have highlights, period. Like, Highlights drive the narrative. Highlights end up getting us all excited. Highlights and narratives were what we've seen even for somebody like Defensive Player of the Year with Marcus Smart won it. Marcus Smart should not have won Defensive Player of the Year. He wasn't even the best defensive player on his own team. But because we had people writing think pieces about Gary Payton and how guards haven't, hasn't won it since, like that really shifts things. You know, especially like you're talking about a guy like Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith's not even on my top five to watch because he's on a team full of a bunch of guys who have the ball in their hands in terms of Kevin Porter Jr., in terms of Jalen Green. Like, there's Josh Christopher even. So Jabari Smith, sorry, Jabari, you're going to be standing in the corner shooting threes. Is that something that's going to get you the rookie there? I don't think so. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So let's go through the list. Paolo Bancaro, plus 150. Odds on favorite, number one pick in the draft. I love Paolo. He's not my pick, but I love him. I was underwhelmed by him at Duke because he was always sweating. And he was getting cramps. And in the BetQL studios, we killed him. And I lost nine units on the second half because I thought maybe he would show up. And he didn't. And then I saw him in person. And I was like, this guy's a giant. This guy is legitimately like the Jolly Green Giant. I've never seen any human. I don't even know how to explain it. You guys need to see him up close. I get something that I've mentioned. And Ryan's been listening to me jabber on about how big Palo is. It's He's bigger and more impressive than LeBron James. Like, that's... He's bigger and more impressive physically than LeBron James. That's wow. absolutely a fact. He's like a Hulk. Like, he's so huge. 6'10", 
Like 6'10", PJ. He's that tall? 6'10". 260 pounds. I didn't realize that. Like 6'10". And he has guard skills. So for him to do what he's going to be able to do, and I think Orlando's going to get him the ball a lot. They're going to try to use him as a point forward. I think he will have highlights. I think he will have a lot of blocks. That'll help him a lot. And there's a reason that he's odds on favorite twin. But the truth of the matter is that they're not going to be on national TV very often. Yeah. They're just not. He plays for Orlando. There's not a lot of intrigue for this team. Secondly, Ben Matherin, plus 1,100. I love Ben Matherin so much. He puts the league on notice a couple of nights ago. Lights out, 27 per, a point for performance. I think he's going to put the team on his back a lot. That helps. Like, these game winners help. 8 for 12 shooting. Highlight real windmill. Like, I don't think you can ever discount highlights. What I also like about Matherin, he was drafted in the sixth slot by the Pacers. He's going to be playing on a team that's cleared the decks for him. And Tyrese Halliburton is not a ball hog. Tyrese Halliburton is going to look to have him get open shots, and he's also going to have the ball in the hand, his hands a lot. He plays yep. great defense, and again, I think he's a star. Here's a sneaky pick. I know it's a homer pick. Shaden Sharp at 20-1. to 1. Portland's going to be bad, and I think people not, are not quite sure how bad they're going to be. Let me tell you this. Like, their win total under is probably a lock. Like, I think they win 39 games this year. Like, 38 games. Like, maybe less. If they're a bad team and Portland knows it, he's going to have a ton of minutes. He's a highlight machine. He can get above the rim to the point where it doesn't even make sense. It looks like he's on a trampoline. His head is so far above the rim, it's, like, ungodly. Yeah. He can break guys down off the dribble. He has footwork. He can turn around, fade away. It's just one of those guys that can do everything. Off ball, like weak side blocks that go into the third row of the stands. Those are the kinds of like complete tape where you say, oh boy, Shaden Sharp, 21. Don't hate that. And he is absolutely balled out. If the wheels fall off for Portland, he's absolutely going to get shine. And he's absolutely someone to look for, especially that value. I like that. Jaden Ivey, plus 500. This is the one who I think is interesting because he's he's gotten injured before. Uh, he plays out of control. He got shut down in the summer league with an ankle injury. But he does have a good opportunity to shine in Detroit. I think it's the right place for him. He's got a lot going for him. He's 6'4", 6'10", wingspan. His comp was Victor Oladipo before Victor Oladipo got hurt. Scouts say that he's the second most athletic player in the draft behind Shaden Sharp. And, like, most people think he might be better than him uh, at taking the rock to the rim, right? So I think he's drawing a lot of comparisons to John Morant. But he's sort of like a, a little bit of Zach Levine before the knee injury as well. He's a good free throw shooter. I just don't know necessarily if Detroit's going to have enough nationally televised games. Right. I know they're a sexy pick, but I think that they're going to be a league pass team a ton. Mm -hmm. He has tunnel vision. I think he's going to turn the ball over a lot. He scored 16 points on 6-for-9 shooting the other night in his preseason debut. That's the stat line I think you're going to see. I think you're going to need more than that in order to win Rookie of the Year. Interesting sneaky pick is Tari Eason at 22-1. to I know. He's going to have more highlights than Jabari Smith this year. They're on the same team. It's a real long shot, like a real, real long shot, because they drafted him 17th out of LSU. But people love this kid. He is a highlight machine athletic freak, can get out into transition, he can block shots, he can steal the ball, he's got a lot, like people call him a specimen. 6'8", long wingspan, drawing comparisons of, I don't know, Dennis Rodman. He's like the new Dennis Rodman that can score. That's what they say. I love these top five rookies, but my pick to win Rookie of the Year is very simply 
Can you guys guess? Do you guys want to guess? Keegan Murray. It's Keegan Murray! <laughs> it's Keegan Murray! And I hated him. I did. I hated him in college, and then I saw him at the Summer League, and just like Paolo Bancaro, when you, you see him up him close... You hated him in college? Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. I said his comp was like a more disciplined Kyle Kuzma. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, and he's so much better than that. Yeah. Jerry West said that he's quietly spectacular. He's mm, just going to be one of those like guys that. who you look up, and all of a sudden he's got 26... 10 and 4 night after night. I saw him hit like a game winner uh, in the summer league. Not to say that that matters, but I think he's going to have moments like that. If he can impact winning, I think that that will matter. He's already getting a lot of steam. You can feel people starting to say that. His game is insane. Like he's just very smart. Obviously, he can shoot the ball, but he knows where to be. He's going to be a rebounding machine. Not to say that that highlight matters, but I really think if Chet didn't get injured, he would be my pick. But now that Chet is injured for the year, I think it's Keegan's to lose. And he plays great defense. He can score, shoots 40% from three. He's the full package. And I think he's going to get a ton of minutes. And that's why I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year on a Kings team that's going to be a playing team. That's all the time that we have for this mini episode from the Heat Check. BetMGM Tonight airs Monday through Friday live, 7 to 11 Eastern. It's available on demand on the Odyssey app and in podcast form wherever you find your podcasts. Many thanks to my co-hosts. PJ and Ryan, and to my super producer, Cameron Grizzly Gray. Check back Monday, early squirrely for another episode, and please follow the heat check as we get you ready for the 2022-2023 NBA season. Download, subscribe, please tell your friends, every single damn one of them. And you better follow us on social at this heat check and at Trista Crick on TikTok because the heat check never sleeps, not even on the weekends. <laughs>